Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is with Allison Lane, and we talk about stuff that we have both done and might be doing. It's a, it's an episode, it's a really fun conversation, I like it quite a bit. If you are listening to this on YouMeThemEverybody.com, thank you. If you're listening to it on iTunes, you can find it at YouMeThemEverybody.com. And if you're listening to it on Spotify, great. Uh, we're on those three platforms. If for some reason you're so bored during a global pandemic that you want to write a review or whatever. Hey, man, cool. Go nuts. Maybe it'll help. I don't know how these things work. Algorithms, right? What are you going to do? We are on Patreon now, so go to youmethemeverybody.com and click the About page. The Patreon link is right there. It's also at the bottom of every episode description. If you're listening to this on the site or in iTunes, I don't think the link works on Spotify. I don't know how everything works. Yeah. It's a global pandemic. Please give me enough money so I could order some Taco Bell and not have to pay for the delivery fee. Without further ado, here's Allison Lane and me. It's a MacBook Air. How sophisticated, right? How long have you been using a Chromebook? Oh, God. Like eight years? You you got a Chromebook for eight? That's impressive. Right? Yeah. It's my second one, I think. Wow. So do you feel like a sucker? Now that you have an Apple product? No, it's weird. I bought it because I, at the beginning of this whole COVID thing, I was like, well, you're definitely not going back to hospitality. Yeah. So you're going to need a actual computer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was fine for like, you know, Excel things and, you know, basic, basic shit. But now I actually might need to do some computing. Uh, if you're going to do one thing to not buy bootleg. Um, don't buy a bootleg charger. Because mm-hmm. I have a, a bootleg Apple charger, and every time I plug it in, it sparks, and that's not supposed to happen. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. I don't think I would want that to happen. So good luck. <laughs> Thank you. So far, so good. I bought it uh, I bought it refurbished. Okay. From, like, um, I think it was Mac of all trades. Did my research, did all the things. Nice. I mean, it's like not, it's not very new. Like, and I just, I mean, I've had it for a week and I just realized there's like a giant dent. <laughs> Where? Like, a giant dent. like, it's like a little bit left of the, like the trackpad. Okay. But like, that's it. Does it affect the computer in any way? No. There you go. So I'm like, this is not a fucking problem. That's great. Well, congratulations. I'm good. Thank you so much. I'm feeling I'm feeling whole. <laughs> Good. That, that's all it was that was what was lacking that on was Apple what, product. Yeah. I'm How are you? I'm fine. I bought mine not refurbished only because I bought this the last week I knew I was at my old job and we had a discount for Apple products. So it was the same cost to buy it new uh oh. as it was refurbished. So this computer is uh 7 years old. As of uh, a month from, so it's six years and eleven months old, and it's doing just fine. Doing just fine, and now that I said that out loud, I'm worried about funds for the next Apple product in the house. Yeah, I mean they're expensive. They are, but they last so long because, like, before this, I was using um, someone's old Apple, and before that, I was using a little um, a, a mini. Remember minis? 
Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, I had a mini for a long time, and I and I would run the show off of the mini. And uh, looking back, the fact that we only lost like two shows is very impressive. Damn. Yeah. But yeah, because yeah. the mini was were like two hundred dollars, so like that was the only thing I could afford for a long time. So I was just using um, friends' old computers and a mini. And the only reason why I bought the mini is because all of my old computers were consistently stolen. Yeah, um, every sh- every apartment I lived in in Chicago for a long time was robbed at least once. So um, they broke in and they stole a computer, and then uh, they they stole like a, somebody else's old Mac. And then um, there was another break in, and then they stole someone gave me like a ThinkPad, an IBM ThinkPad, and they stole Damn. that. So they stole like a businessman's computer from like seven years ago. doesn't matter. And then um, my first place in D.C. was broken into because even though we lived on the third floor, it was on a hill. So you could actually access it like on the ground. So all they did was like they didn't even like come inside. Uh, we had their our window open um, and they just took a razor to the, the screen and just reached in, took a computer. And that was it. A side note. I'm just surprised at how much theft is in your life. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's actually theft. fucking freeing. I am not joking. How? How, how is it freeing? No, not that it's freeing. How do you... You constantly have shit stolen from you. Nah, I mean, you live, you know? For a period of time in your life, it seems like it was like a common thing that's like, hey, let's steal shit from this guy. I don't, I don't feel that way in any way. I just, I learned lessons. Like I had a bike stolen from the house I grew up in. I had, so that's like a basic thing. Everyone should have stolen once, right? Wait, hold on one second. Let's let's go back. How many computers were stolen? Because I counted at least four. Yeah, at least, I think it was four. I think it was four. At least four. That's a lot of computers. No, there's three. There's two Macs that were used from, that were other people, that were people given to me. No, there Mm -hmm. was four. There was four because there was a Dell too. But that was my wife's computer, not mine. So does that count? So it doesn't matter. What? <laughs> if that counts, then yes, there's four. If it's just mine, three. But keep in mind, I spent zero dollars on any of those computers. Still stolen. Still, still stolen. Sucks. Yeah. Still, still stolen. Um, I've had two bicycles stolen. One in uh, Westchester, Illinois. One in Washington, D.C. Right outside the Smithsonian uh, Portrait Gallery. It sucked because uh, it was like the first month or two I was living here and I biked down there to see Gaslight, one of the greatest films of all time. And uh, that's where the term, that's how the term gaslighting became popularized, right? Because oh, of that. yeah, gaslighting, yes. Exactly. So <laughs> I leave, the, do you know, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic right now. I'm being very serious and I was also making a joke about gaslighting. Okay, so. It's hard to tell without faces. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I come out of the movie theater well, which is at the museum. It's in the basement. It's great. Uh, we'll never go there again. And I, I go to the bike rack, and they left me my lock, and I just left the movie Gaslight, and there was only a lock of a bike, but not the bike. So it was a it was the very classic kryptonite. There's a flaw in the security. All you need is like a pen cap to break it. So they were kind enough to leave me the lock. Oh, how sweet of them. But that was that bike. I spent ze- all I okay. So that bike I got, and I moved from Chicago with that bike because my friend bought that bike. He loved it, but then he totaled it because he was drunk one night, and he's like, "I don't want this bike. You could have it. 
you just need to get it repaired. And I was like, deal. And it only cost me like a hundred bucks to get repaired. And it was the best bike I ever had. It only cost him $300 new. It doesn't matter. The point is this, I spent very little on all these things that were stolen. But it's, you know, it's nice to have them. It's nice to have those things. And it's very irritating to replace them. Hey man, they're just tools, man. (laughs) (laughs) Just get new tools. It's fine. Get them out. They're just out here, man. Just giving them away. Apparently. The fact that I also got a bike stolen at a, I went to a movie because I was broke and it was like a free movie and that's why I went to the movie. <laughs> Money is a fucking illusion, bro. It's all a construct. Have you ever it's had a computer all... stolen? Um, no. Have you had a car I stolen? Had, I had an iPod stolen in college. Okay. From a classroom I was in. I was in a lecture hall and somebody stole my... Um, and it was engraved too. My mom had it engraved for me. My little iPod. And then anything else that I, I have misplaced has been on my own accord. <laughs> so when they stole the I iPod, like was it in a bag? Was it in a backpack? And somebody reached in your backpack? backpack. You know, those like little side pockets? Yeah. Oh, I had the AirPods stolen like a couple months ago. That sucks. Yeah, that really sucked. Because those are not, um, they're, I mean, those are two items that cost more than $100 each. The iPod probably was, what, like $300 at the time? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't pay for that. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I will say the AirPods were really hurtful. Um, headphones are everything for me. Okay. And they're, like, vital for, like, walking down the street. I think as a man, you will never understand how irritating it is for somebody to yell from across the street, let me eat that ass. And then like to be actually be able to hear it because you don't have your headphones on. It's some bullshit. Now you're advocating for something that uh, most people warn against, which is wearing headphones when you're being yelled at by aggressive men. I thought that uh, you're not supposed to be able to not hear. Let me eat that ass for safety reasons. Yeah. 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 Wait, so I should want to hear is what you're saying. Yeah. You should have the, whatever you're listening to low enough to know, like how, how in danger am I from this predator? No, 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 is out here in the street saying, hey, here's no. a new Target, friends. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else. Yeah, the, the most expensive thing I ever had stolen was a car. But that car I bought for like $600. So like even then, it's like whatever. And I got it back later that night. And the cop showed me how to start it with a screwdriver. So I never actually got the thing fixed. And I started it with a screwdriver until I got it junked. What kind of car is this? An Oldsmobile 88. An 88 is the type of car, and it happened to be a 1988 Oldsmobile 88. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what that is. It's a so long a car. <laughs> it's a long car. It was very comfortable to sit in. Um, the I delivered pizzas in it, and my band took it on a very, very short tour. And uh, the fact that it got through, like, four states and deliveries for – a few months is really impressive looking back on it's like you're like a modern day blues brother i know that you know you <laughs> <live in blues. laughs> 
It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. Uh, I learned a lot of lessons delivering pizzas. I learned so, like, probably second to bartending, I learned the most life lessons I've ever learned from delivering pizzas. And I only had that job for, like, four months because the car broke down. Oh, my God. But, oh, my God. Looking back, w- delivering pizzas in 2000, was it 2004? Yeah, the, the fall of 2004 into the winter of 2004. Probably the most educated I'll ever be in just seeing different types of life and who tips whom i mean you've you've probably learned all these things working in the industry as well but absolutely the difference is they come to you when you're going to them it's a totally different ball game i feel like people are more comfortable being uh shitholes at their house you wouldn't be wrong and because i had such a fucked up car so the catalytic converter broke on it and i needed to get that fixed and so that made the car very very loud for one of my nights of delivery. Cause like it broke early on in my shift. It's like, fuck, it, I'm going to finish the shift. So you could hear the car from like a block away, just like idling. Right. That night I got my biggest ever tip because the guy felt bad for my car. Aww. So the same night I got one of my lowest tips. You could, I mean, it's not at all surprising that like the guy in the working class neighborhood gave me the biggest tip and the condo in the super nice building. I got the lowest tip I've ever received. So, I, that's probably not surprising in any way to you, but to actually, no. but you assume that stuff when you're in a, a club, a bar, a restaurant, but when you're at their house, you literally know the income. I well, no, I think that you probably were also young at this time because I think you're probably thinking the best of people and like what they actually can do, like what they're capable of. I think you're probably still hopeful. No, like I'm in this neighborhood and they can hear me. No, and maybe not at all. Because I- no, because before this, I was a caddy. I was a caddy from 14 through 17. I learned that rich people, the the like old rich are the cheapest in terms of tips. So no, yeah, I disagree completely. Okay, well, I'm just giving you a different perspective. Maybe <laughs> that's what happened. Of the restaurants and bars that you've worked at, uh-huh. who's your ideal clientele? Do you have one in your mind's eye? Um, uh, I don't know how to describe it. But okay. they are rich white women that are never going to get married. That are rich in their- white women that are never going. What are what's the age who range? Wait, wait, wait. Who are very specific? Who like live in D.C. Okay, and they're like in their forties. Okay, so they're, they're in their forties. How many are there? There's a lot. And there they are. are. They like to get fucked up. They're real flirty. They think they're cool, and they spend a lot of money. That's cool. I have an idea of which restaurant that you've worked at saw the most of them. Could I guess? Sure. Was it Compass Rose? Uh, no. Really? Dating spot. Which one? Dating. They, there's a lot of dates there when I was working there. Which Then where are you seeing these rich 40-plus, like, fun and flirty, fancy-free women? This is when I worked at Capnos. Oh. Okay. Uh, and there's a couple reasons why that was happening. So our chef was Chef George Bagonis. Okay. Who was on uh, Top Chef. And I think he got runner up the year that I started working there. Oh, so you're getting, I see. That's an interesting, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So he's cute. He's real cute. And women would come in and I would always get in his, like in the chef's table section. So, like, he could just, like, watch him, like, on the line. He's expoing. He's out here, like, chopping up meat and looking sweaty and shit. <laughs> These rich white women would come in, 
and I, I shit you not, one woman come in. She come in like every like Thursday or Friday, and this one like literally made my income. One day she was like, "Listen, I'll give you a hundred dollars if you give me my phone number." And I'm like, "Girl, can't do that." She's like, two. Numbers keep going up. She gets up to like two hundred. I I love. I stopped at two hundred. Okay. She gave me money to give him her number and like flirt with him and shit, and it was just really. <laughs> inappropriate but she was a lot of fun so did you get reprimanded at all for doing for taking that money what the fuck are they gonna do that's what i'm saying so why weren't why would you ever say no to the hundred dollar offer i was just like i don't know now i don't want to i don't want to get in trouble <laughs> what? get in trouble for what <laughs> just i don't know because they were trying to be serious they were really and like now that we know like you know, Mike Isabella's reputation and that whole company's reputation. Really it quick, really for the people that don't know, Capnos was owned by Mike Isabella. You were referring to uh, the head chef who at the time it was coming off of Top Chef. Mike Isabella was also on Top Chef in a different season. Is all that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, yeah. it's it's a little confusing, but either way, looking back, are you surprised that Capnos ended for Capnos being Capnos? <laughs> not at all okay. i wasn't even like a little bit surprised like when that happened i was just like all right well this makes sense 100 percent. like they were all sexist and sure. like, incredibly racist and just terrible people here's the only thing i'm still surprised at what is it two years later i think at this point that there mm-hmm. weren't like 20 more of those in dc because what are you gonna do you're the probably f- tired the same thing that happened to Isabella. Like, like I'm just very oh, surprised. Oh, you mean like other restaurants having that or that same story? Yeah. Mm, I feel like there. I know there was another chef who I think still works at Le Diplomat, who was under. He actually raped a girl like in a walk-in. I think like in a freezer, which is terrible. Um, I don't yeah, think you needed <laughs> really quick aside. Did you did you need to add that's terrible? I think it's assumed. I don't know. I mean, I don't. It's just a reaction. I don't know. Like that's just it's. Yes, I it's terrible. Think ago, like that's the only one I can think of that was like really bad. And he was pretty like a slap on the hand. I felt like what happened to Mike Isabel was a bit of like a slap on the wrist. Oh okay okay. I the the story you're talking about with the diplomat, you're just not pont- you're not just like wondering about that was well written about at least yeah. uh, a while ago. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the only other person I can think of that like actually got you know involved with coverage. And people. Yeah. Um, let's go to a fun walk in aside. I used to work at a banquet hall in high school. <laughs> it Job. was. It was. Do you uh, remember jobs, Brandon? Is this what this is about? <laughs> yeah, and it was. Um, I was a busboy, and um, I, <laughs> I tried to help out with the valet parking, but I was no good and was deathly afraid of driving other people's cars, so I just wouldn't do it. I would just like stand in the parking lot to make sure no one else accidentally parked there and got towed. You know what I mean? Anyways, do you have anxiety? Do I have anxiety? No, yeah. I have a fear of being blamed for. Uh, people that make and have a shitload more money than me so i avoid that intentionally does that make sense no sounds like anxiety i have no idea (laughs) no i'm not an anxious person i don't think um i was just like 17 and was like if i dent this mercedes i'm gonna get in super trouble so fuck that i don't know how to drive stick this isn't worth it 
like you and I have very very different perspectives in life but I will let you continue with that yeah I would have race car at in a heartbeat no way I was like let me stay in the kitchen fuck this I'm not I don't care about cars so like I would be the busboy and um my favorite thing to do before the shift was to go into the walk-in and to eat the prosciutto off of the meat tray like you, you have to like rearrange the prosciutto so it doesn't look like you've been eating like a half a pound of prosciutto every night oh well, <laughs> uh yeah i can't relate i used to do more reckless shit than that i remember i used to work at this restaurant in manassas and when i figured out how to go party i think i was like 18 i okay. think i just turned 18 because my birthday's in march and i would have graduated in i guess june anyway long story short we used to get like super fucked up and steal steaks Hell yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm telling a good fella story and you're updating it with a Soprano story. <laughs> yeah, he's just, just, I don't know. I don't get that reference. I have not seen either of those gangster movies. Sopranos or, is not a movie. Or, if you want to consider them. I, it was a gangster it's movie. A gangster movie. movie right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> you're not wrong, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> did you even cook the steaks or did you just steal the steaks because you knew they cost the most? Somebody else cooked them. I don't cook. You know this. Come on. <laughs> You're stealing steaks and you're, like, and you're like, hey, other person, cook these for me. Hell yeah. We used to get like free steaks and chicken tenders. Chicken uh, tenders are not expensive. That's great. Fuck it. I'm 18. Chicken when I was 17 like- at, working at the banquet hall, the reason why I would like to work there in the weekdays is because no one wanted to work because like you didn't make much on tips. But occasionally there'd be so much food because like on weekends it'd be the weddings and it's like all this Italian food, blah, blah, blah. But on the weekdays it'd be like smaller versions of it, right? It'd be for like like fucking businesses renting out the big thing instead of a wedding. So they would have like literally like a, I'd have a trash bag full of popcorn shrimp I took home once. <laughs> it was the fucking best. <laughs> that reminds me of the story of like, um, you know, like Pharrell Williams when he was a kid, I guess he worked at McDonald's. Okay. And he used to like shove chicken nuggets in his pockets during a shift. Oh, hell yeah. Take him home. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine Pharrell yes. Williams? Yes, I can. Do you still like uh, Pharrell? Nah, I don't care about him. Which is really sad. I used to be obsessed. Do you still love NERD? I still love NERD. I don't oh, have okay. the same look for Pharrell Williams. What happened? I got older. He's kind of whack. Fair. All right. Cool. Party. I mean, he's just. He's just whatever. Like. And also, you can't like love your idols like that forever. I think I was like real obsessed with him. Was he was of he's worn my bra? He's worn my bra on stage before. Like I'm like obsessed with him. Obsessed. Oh, so of the three guys in NERD, of the two guys in Neptune's, he was your guy. Yes. Okay. Yes. Is Loved is him. is he the biggest contemporary? No longer a fan of, or no, you're not no longer a fan. You're just like he's off the pedestal. Absolutely. He's like a person now. Yeah. He it's, wasn't a person before? Cool. No. He was just like, he's Pharrell. He's like, God, he's a genius. Do you he's think like I, one of those people that I thought would, like, I would internally feel like some sort of, like, adolescent love for him. Like, just just blind and, like, obsessed. Do you have that with like, anyone anymore? No. I wanted to feel like Pharrell was, like, what Prince was to my mom. Like, my mom loves Prince. Like, obsessed. Still? Yeah. Was she very saddened by his passing? Devastated. Devastated. I will never forget how I found out. I was at um, 
Whole Foods with my friend. We were shopping after the gym. Mm-hmm. And I get like, I have all these missed calls from my mom. I answer the phone and she's just screaming. <laughs> she's like, Prince is dead. And I was like, no, the fuck he's not. And I hung up on her. <laughs> all right. And then I went to the hot bar and I was like, I was like, hey, so my mom just said Prince is dead. And then like, I'm like scrolling through my phone and I was like, all right, well, I guess he is dead. And I called her back and I apologized. That's how I found the Prince. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any celebrity where I would care. I'm not like wishing anyone dead, but like it would super bum me out. I mean, I could think of like five. But if they died tomorrow, they would like I would be like not devastated, but like I would be thinking that now everything has changed. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. But I, I mean, you're also sometimes surprised by like celebrities that you care when they die. Because I didn't think that I was gonna care that Kobe Bryant was dead, but I was like kind of sad. Really. Yeah. Why? It just seemed really sad. Was it? You know, be- it's like cool and shit, and like the way it happened was so sudden and like unexpected and shitty. All right. All right. Yeah. It was a little sad, right? Sure. I'm in the minority in this camp. <laughs> Never... Like just let him go. No, like I just was. I was. That was sad. That was a sad time. Michael Jackson dying was like really fucking sad. Once time. again, a minority in that camp as well. Like, at the time, you weren't sad or surprised? Not in any way. No. No. Wow. No. No. Well, you and your trash bag of popcorn shrimp. I don't know. Like... <laughs> You're just jealous. <laughs> I kind of am. Because that's, like, that's pretty fucking bold. To, I, they gave, they let us take home the trash bag full of popcorn shrimp. <laughs> that was a bonus. They really do be treating poor people like shit, because that is fucked up. <laughs> I was grateful. <laughs> Woo-hoo, look at me. They gave me a trash bag full of shrimp. I'm not here living the high life. That is fucked up, Brandon. <laughs> I, that, I consider that a fond memory. 20 years later, I'm like, yep, that was worth it. <laughs> Stories to tell your son at night. One time death. I'm not, I'm, I still have yet to talk about all of the horrible illegal things I've done and I plan on keeping it that way. <laughs> I'll tell you when we're not recording the horrible things I've done. That's, that's crazy. Uh, that's, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh my God. That's just really a bad, I can just, I'm just seeing a, a young Brandon Weatherby very proudly Santa Claus carrying a satchel of it was like a Santa shrimp. Claus style, and it was one of those clear bags, and you could, and it was still like hot popcorn shrimp, so like it was steaming up. How long did it take you to eat that? Oh, I ate like probably three pounds of it like that night. Like, did you share it? Yeah, with my mom. <laughs> like, we got dinner. <laughs> yeah. This country's terrible. <laughs> I regret nothing. I miss it. <laughs> you cannot, I will not feel shame by this in any way. All those fuckers that own the place, I'm grateful for them for hiring me and everyone else that they hired, but they all thought they were in Goodfellas. It was great. Like, no, you're not. You're just not. It's uh, It's one of those times where like, I'm glad that I'm both Italian and I also am glad I identify with no nationality because I don't know half of my genealogy. You know what I mean? I just found out right now that you're Italian. Exactly. I've never brought that up. I'm 25% Italian. That's the only one I know of for sure. 
25% Mamma Mia. That's crazy. Well, my mom is 50%, therefore I'm 25%, and I don't know the other half of mm. her nationality because she doesn't really know. And then he does, and then I don't know my dad. So like, I'm just a giant question mark. It's wonderful. It's it, it's more than appropriate for me to take home a trash bag full of popcorn yeah. shrimp. It's in my heritage. You know what I mean? <laughs> what nationality it's is that? Who the that. fuck knows? That's what it is. Take that home. That's that's really good, Brandon. That's very American of you. <laughs> the um, the COVID map, the COVID heat map, uh, has been updated yeah. today for Washington D.C. Uh, you and I live in either um, mid to We're low level four. or one of the highest. the The issue with the map is it doesn't actually have names of streets, so you're sort of guessing where it is. You know what I mean? I think mine is the highest. Yours is the uh, highest. I'm going to guess that because the grocery stores that are by my house, yeah. all of them have either been shut down or temporarily shut down for. Do you uh, change your behavior based on these heat maps? I haven't been outside in days, so no. You haven't been out in days. Do you miss it? Please. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I've kind of, partly because I'm sick of cooking, I've amped up ordering things, but okay. I've also stopped <laughs> I'm trying to do I'm also trying to do less because that's really fucking expensive right now like oh my god yes uh but yeah I'm trying not to go out as much um I I stocked up on all the things I needed like a couple weeks ago so like I'm I'm good are you not going out as much for health purposes or because <clears throat> depression or something else I just don't need anything. Like, what am I going to do? I've run out of things to need to do. Well, you've walked a lot when this first started for both sanity and exercise reasons. Are you finding, are you getting the exercise that you require? No. And that's the weather. I'm not going out if it's cold outside. Yeah. We were supposed to be in person today, but it's, I'm I'm currently looking out a window and it's currently raining. It's supposed to rain all day. It's no fun. It's not cute. Yesterday was Cinco de Mayo. Uh, it was a rainy, ugly Cinco de Mayo, but you ordered some food. I did. What did you order? I ordered Taco Bell. That's great. I did. I wanted to live moss, you know? How so much Taco Bell did you order on Cinco de Mayo? Oh, God. Less than $50 worth. So it was... <laughs> like $48 worth? It was like $31 worth of Taco That is... And an absurd amount of Taco Bell for one person. Do you still have any of that left over? I do. Okay. So I you do. lived a little moss, not as much as you could have. I lived moderately moss. Did you... I, isn't Taco Bell free delivery right now? If you order enough. <laughs> Did you order enough to get free delivery? Yes. Hell yeah. Did you order more so you can get free delivery? No. Okay. No, I was actually trying to be good. I put bean burritos in the freezer because they can go in the freezer. That's a good idea. See? I'm living moss. 